the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And you know what? We're not going to waste any time. We're not going to talk about anything. We're just going to go straight to the phone. And I'll tell you what my list says. Christy, you're first. And then I have Lee number one, Greg, Dan, and Lee number two. So, Christy, you're first. I'm all ears. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Um, Thank you for taking my call. I have a 2006. VW Beetle convertible, and the uh, the driver's side window wouldn't roll up. So I took it in, had it fixed, and had had issues with the battery. And they um, diagnosed it that the alternator uh, needed to be replaced. But the replacement of an alternator is about nine hundred to a thousand dollars. So I opted not to do that. So I just keep it on a triple charger at home. Um, but is that really how much an alternator would cost? I, I'm floored by that price. I, I mean, I, I, I can't explain it. And it's not fair to you, for you to try to ask me to explain it because that I'm floored. I, um, I'll tell you what I'll do. My email is mark at marksalem.com. Uh-huh. You send me an email with the year, make, and model, and the VIN number. Okay. The VIN number. Now, do you you wouldn't have a digital volt ohm meter, would you? A digital. Say that again. A volt ohm meter. Do you have a voltmeter by chance? You know what? I don't think I do. Okay. Well, this is what if you know anybody that might have a voltmeter knows how to use it. Okay. A voltmeter mm-hmm. has two leads: a black one and a white one. A black okay. one and a red one, and um, I'm looking at 12 volts that range, and so I would take the I would hit your battery and say, "Oh, you got 12 volts," and I keep the leads there, and I'd say, "Start the car up and rev it up." So you're going to start it up, and you're going to bring the idle up to like 1200 RPM, and I'm going to look at the meter, and it's going to say 13 volts, and I'm going to go, "Well, wait just a minute on this diagnosis about a bad alternator. I just got a volt over beginning volt." Oh, wait just a minute. It went to 13.8. Woo, baby. This bad alternator isn't bad right now. So I think maybe, too, you just get a second opinion from someone because you didn't have an alternator problem when you went in there, but they found it. Yes? Um, I had a, like, a the battery did have a short life, but I can tell you since I've brought it home, it's it's even shorter. Okay, so, so in, in the I, case of shorter, if you park it in the garage, then there's there's a short period of time where you go out and it won't start. And when it won't start, does it click 
does it try to cl- crank or does it just click or is it the machine gun and that's it? It clicks. Okay, and it won't start. Correct. It won't crank over, I should say. It won't crank over. No. Okay. Okay, well, the, those are symptoms of a bad battery. What you're describing is a symptom of a shorted battery. I don't know how that would be related to the, you know, the driver's the driver's problem your your driver's glass but but one way or another most of us charge somewhere between 15 and 45 dollars for a complete electrical systems check check the belt check the alternator check the regulator check shorts and draws um, check grounds and all that other kind of stuff it's kind of a full-blown thing but you can also go to an auto parts store Um, i would probably try o'reilly's or or autozone and take it there and have them check it and if you want, oh. if it's a bad battery, they'll put one in, um, and they won't do an alternator. But I want to tell you, I am really suspect of the 900. I would, I would venture guess that that's going to be a two to three hundred. I'm going to say as low as 125 and as much as 300 for the alternator. I'm just going to guess, but I got lots of years of guessing. Okay, all right. Well, that that's hopeful. I my it's my 16 year old daughter's car, but we're going to get her a different one over the summer. But I don't want to sell this to someone where the battery dies. You know what I mean? That's not right. So. No, it, it, it's going to sell a whole lot better with a fresh battery in it where it doesn't have any issues. Because if you right. try to sell it broken, they're not going to believe that you're telling them the truth. And somebody's going to right. say, oh, that thing has a $1,500 alternator. Somebody's going to say, oh, that has a wiring problem where you have to replace the whole section of engine wire harness, and it's about $6,000. That's the kind of crap you're going to run into. So let's just get it fixed now. Okay? Okay. All right. right. Thank Thank you. you. I I appreciate it. Bye-bye. You're welcome, Christy. Lee, number one, how can I help you? Uh, Mark, thank you for taking my call. I've got two problems. One is a past problem that I got solved, but I've got a 2014 Ram Dually with a diesel in it. And at 62,000 miles, my turbo actuator went out. Is that pretty common? Yeah, it, it happens to Fords and Chevys and Dodges. It, it happens to yeah. a lot of them. We're dealing in the exhaust system of your diesel, and it ain't the cleanest place in the world. And so, yes, we have a diesel performance division in my shop. That's part of what we do. We do old cars. We do vintage cars and mom and dad's cars, and we do diesels. And and we do our fair share of getting the turbo to be applied. <laughs> and, okay. and so the actuator is part of that. Um, let me ask you a question. How many miles are on that 6.2? Uh, right now, I got sixty-nine. Okay, sixty-nine thousand. Okay, all right. It happened at about sixty-four thousand. Okay, and I got it fixed at the dealer. All righty. Well, um, I got a twelve six seven one ton, and I got one hundred forty thousand miles, and I haven't done anything to the turbo at all. I'm of the opinion that most turbo problems are from feather-footed drivers, and I think maybe you might be a little bit more aggressive with the driving habits you're using not to violate the law but it's okay when you're climbing a hill to just go ahead and put it to the floor for just a little while my wife is standing here looking at me and she's shaking her head she's saying no i'm not oh i'm not i'm not a feather-footed driver okay 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 you're my kind of guy No, that's fine. I, 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 it's a polite way to go into that area without getting in trouble. <laughs> I understand. I okay. understand. Well, you I, already... I've got another... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I've go got ahead. another issue with my cameras. Okay. I've 
I've got, I got a backup camera, uh, but it's in the mirror. And I've got a I got a bed camera which is on the big screen. Is there any way to flip flop those? Um, I want you to call. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Or cartoons. And I think cartoons is either with a K or a C. Tunes is T O O N S. Those are the two stereo shops that I think can answer your question the very best. Those are the ones we depend on. And those are the ones that we respect. And I think you they're both going to have a video input. And so the question really is, is can we switch them? And they'll be able to answer that. Yeah, I was in a panic because I didn't want to have to really take it back to the dealer to do it. So I appreciate that. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you that it's my opinion it's going to go to one of those stores anyway. <laughs> you can yeah. take it to the dealer, but it's going to end up over there. No. So all I'm no, saying I, to I, you I is just try it. you got nothing to lose. Okay. All right. Thank you. Good luck to you. Greg, you're up next. Greg? Craig? Craig? I'm sorry. Craig? I think we lost Craig. This is Bob. Bob. Oh. Okay, Bob, I'm sorry. Um, That was my fault. But, Bob, go ahead. What can we do for you? Yes, sir. I got a carburetor question. You still knowledgeable on those? Um, I think most people would agree that I'm... I'm on a one to ten scale. I'm a nine and a half. Very good. Well, I've taken mine off my '73 Volvo. I have a Weber carburetor on it. It's a thirty-eight, thirty-eight DGES electric choke. I've taken it apart, cleaned it. I'm going through jets, and I've done this probably three times now. And here's the, I live in Payson, so I'm at five thousand foot elevation. Okay. Okay. Car starts beautiful, idles beautiful, runs beautiful. When it gets warm, after it's warmed up. I can accelerate slowly, go through the gears up to four or 5,000 RPM. Beautiful. Let's say I'm cruising in second gear or third gear at two to 3,000 RPM, and then I want to stomp on it, and it hesitates for about a second and a half, and then it blows right through that point and goes right up the red line without any issues. Any ideas for me? Well, obviously, you're losing fuel. When you go from one throttle position and you violently go to the other, um, okay. the accelerator pump—it's um, not going to usually be involved in your carburetor activity. It, the first ten percent throttle, the accelerator pump's involved. So, right. um, is does that Weber have a power valve in it? It does have power valve. I replaced it. Okay. Um, the only thing I would, I mean, if, as far as diagnosis is concerned, get yourself a small propane tank, put about eight feet of rubber hose on it, stick it in the air cleaner, and go drive it with the valve on the propane tank shut. Then open up the valve on the propane tank and then stuff it to the floor and see what happens. And if it fixes it, then we're working on a problem where we're not getting enough fuel on when you stab it to the floor. Then where, do I hook up this pro, where do I hook up the propane tank to? The in, in fuel inlet? Yeah, no, no, no. In the air inlet. In the air inlet. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take this hose from the propane tank that's five feet long, and we're gonna stick it in the mouth of the carburetor. Okay. But you're not gonna have propane until you open up the valve. Yeah. And all I'm like doing a... is, I'm enriching the condition. I'm adding fuel, safe fuel to the engine, and I'm looking for a big difference. 
I'm looking for Bob to say, Mark, when I open up the valve about a half a turn and I stuff it to the floor, it goes. If I shut the valve yeah, off and I stuff it to the floor, it doesn't go. It's got a hesitation. That's what I'm looking for. Nope. It's a diagnostic nope. process. Nope. That would mean the carburetor wouldn't be getting enough fuel under acceleration, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, okay, well, that's any any warnings on using the propane, the little bottle like you do for your capstone? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> and, and let me let me tell you one other thing. Um, do you have a fire extinguisher? I do. Take it okay. with Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, pay attention to me now, Okay. You're going to have the hood up on your car, and you've got the air cleaner off of the carburetor, and the motor's running, and you have a glove on your left hand, a glove on your left hand. You're going to take your right hand, and you're going to throttle it up off idle, run, 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 and about the about the third of the way, when the motor's kind of screaming, you're going to stuff the throttle to the floor, and at the same time, you're going to put your hand over the top of the carburetor. Okay. And it's, it's going to die. I want you to do that about four or five times. And what I'm having you do is, is I'm having you use engine vacuum to suck all the small ports inside that carburetor because I'm going to shut the air off when you put your gloved hand over that one barrel. And when you do that, then we're going to really suck, use the engine to suck hard on all the trash inside that carburetor. I can tell you that in the old days, that worked 50% of the time on a carburetor with a lean throttle-up position problem that you have right now. Okay. Do you understand? So, yeah, you're, you're, you're thinking there's still dirt in the system somewhere. Somewhere. Contaminated. Yeah. Okay, I'll try that, and I will use a glove. And Do I hold it at full throttle or just rev it up and put it over? No, you're going to rev it, rev it, rev it, rev it, rev it, and then you're going to stuff it, and then you're going to go boom with your hand. You're going to you're going to let it gain a, a little bit of RPM, you know, but but you're just going to kind of have to time it. From the time you hit the throttle to the floor, 1001, 1002, you better have your glove over the top of that carburetor and have a fire extinguisher close by in case the glove catches fire. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, thank you so much, sir. You have a great day. Appreciate All righty, you bet. Thanks. All righty, Dan and Lee, stay right there. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, returning guest, Devin Spear, who is the author of the excellent book, The Future of Israel, will be my guest to discuss the current wave of terror in Israel. Don't miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. 
I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. So welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go back to the callers just like we said we were. We're, we're going to talk real quick with, with Gil, the uh, board op, and the engineer and the producer of the show. Um, Gil, um, what happened to Greg, and how did we get from Greg to Bob? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, wait a minute. Greg, Gil, is it then, my uh, fault? It was Craig, and okay. then uh, his call dropped, and he called back, and he said it was Craig, and then he ended up being Bob. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how that worked, but uh, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I'm just teasing you. You know that I'm just teasing you. The two of us have these kinds of calamities happen a lot, and it, no one really takes offense, and no one's complained because we called him Craig when his name was Bob. So that's it's true. no big deal. That's true. Anyway, Dan, you're up first. How can I help you, buddy? Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I have a question. Um, I have a 68 Camaro. Um, I yanked the... A, uh, original factory AC out of it um, about 10 years ago, and I've had the toughest time finding someone in the East Valley that, that is knowledgeable on that uh, to be able to toss those, toss everything back in. It, it had a thrown bearing in the in the compressor and pulled it out, and um, the factory manual is not very descriptive. Um, the numbers matching car, so I'd like to get it as original as possible. Um, so I was trying to pick your brain on someone in the East Valley, Mesa area, preferably. Okay, now, so um, what's the matter with it? Is the compressor bad? Uh, the compressor was bad. Um, I had it uh, factory refurbished um, through a local place in California before we moved out here. And so I have all the components. It just needs to be put back correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, you're not going to like my answer. But nobody's going <laughs> to want a part of that. Nobody's going to want a part oh, of really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, so I put the thing back together, and it doesn't work. Yep. And the first thing I have to do is defend myself against you and the guy that rebuilt it. And so we yeah, got three true. people okay. involved, and everybody's going to point at everybody else, and you're not going to get anywhere, and it's not uh-huh. going to work now. Okay. You've got you've got an A6 compressor in the car. It's a yep. long tube. Okay. Um, the, big, got, the big one, yep. Okay. I don't know. You might call Allie's Refrigeration over in uh, in Mesa. You might call Allie's. I okay. think it's A-L-L-I-E-S. That, okay. that old dog knows more about air conditioning systems, especially Chevrolet's, than anybody I know. You might talk him into putting that back together and putting it on. But you don't, you don't complicate it. I want you to put it and rebuild it, and I want you to install it, and I want you to charge it, and I want you to give it back to me with cold air. Don't put somebody else in that chain. You'll be sorry. Yeah. So yeah. whoever rebuilds yeah. it puts it back on. Now, the other guy you might call, and Tom is missing a, a few brain cells. He's a friend of mine. He's hit his head so many times, and he's it, it, Blackwell Automotive, and he does vintage cars, and he might take that on. But we do vintage cars, but that's not anything I, I'm sorry. It's no offense to you. That's just a, that's it. That is a disaster waiting to happen. The only yeah, other thing I you totally can do understand. is, yeah, hang on to the old compressor and the, the kit you got and put another A6 on there and enjoy that. And if you're going to sell the car, you say, here's the original compressor and here's a kit. 
you could do something. Yeah. Right. Okay. All righty. All right. Great. Thanks for your help. Blackwell Automotive. That's in uh, East Valley. Yeah. He well, he's in the he's at uh, 40th Street and Greenway, so he's kind of in the Northeast Scottsdale area. Alley's Refrigeration okay. is on Country Club near Broadway or Southern, somewhere around in there. Okay. Perfect. Thanks for the call. You betcha. Thank you. Alley's Refrigeration and Blackwell, T-O-T, and that means turned over to Blackwell. All righty, let's go to uh, Lee. Lee, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. They've got a 69 Firebird 400, and I think it's got a miss to it at idle. Uh, it's got an aggressive cam in it, and so at idle, it's you know it's got the shake to it, lob. And I thought, well, is it really the cam doing it, or is it a miss? So I pulled each spark plug wire independently, and number six uh, cylinder doesn't seem to be doing anything. I don't feel any uh, uh, change in it where all the other ones, of course, you pull a plug and it starts, you know, shaking a little bit more. So I swapped the spark plugs uh Four to six, no difference. I changed the wires from four to six, uh, both at the distributor, of course, and down below, and no difference. So is it possible with an aggressive cam, you're going to have one cylinder that won't have any uh, effect? Well, um, to answer your question is, is the cam's not going to be your problem. That I mean, it's just not. So uh, once you bring it up off of idle, it it runs smoothly, yes, and it accelerates smoothly, yes, and it goes fast, yes? Yes. Okay. So we, we've got a problem with that cylinder. Is it an intake gasket leak where it's running lean? Um, do we? Uh, uh, are we getting fuel to it? Uh, are you running so lean on the carburetor that you're starving that cylinder? Which cylinder is it, by the way? Number six, and I was able to adjust the idle errors on both sides of the carburetor and had a tachometer on it and it did adjust you know you go in and out and adjust it to the to the highest rpm on each side okay and as far as the intake that's what maybe think an intake gasket and i sprayed uh car carb cleaner right on top of the intake where it meets the head to no difference and then had to get underneath the intake manifold and Edelbrock intake, but I put a piece of hose going into where I thought was probably up to the number six intake, okay. and then sprayed carb cleaner in there. I understand. Uh, I am, stop, 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 stop. You haven't found it. I understand what you're doing, which is what all of us would do. I, I can't fix your car on the radio because at the end of the day, everything I guess, you're going to say you've already done. And everything I say to do, you're already going to say that you've come to that conclusion. That's the tough part about one of these things. You you just described where you get the highest RPM with the air-fuel mixture screws, uh, and you adjust them to the highest RPM. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> the air-fuel mixture screws at idle, you're supposed to trim those in until you get a 50 RPM drop and then back out a half a turn. 
So if you back them out a whole ways, you're going to get a continuing idle rise, idle rise, idle rise, because those control fuel to the idle circuit. So if you back those, those trim screws out, you're just drowned in the motor and fuel. That's not necessary. So I think what you really should do is get a hold of Blackwell. He does vintage car. What part of town do you live in? Um, up by Queen Creek. Oh, I don't have anybody out there at all. I don't have anybody out there at all. Um, you can call Thompson's in Mesa and see if Brian wants to tackle this. He's certainly capable. Some guys just don't like the vintage car stuff. Um, uh, maybe call your local auto parts store and ask him who does nice vintage car work. But did this did this always have this low problem? Did it always have this problem, or did, did is it something that happened? It was before okay, then it happened, and now you've been working on it. Is that the one, two, three of this problem? Um, pretty much. It's always had a loop to it because of the cam. And it just sounded a little bit different to me, especially when the engine is starts to okay. pull. Okay, all right. I know, but we've been through here before. Just a yes or no is what I was looking for. Let me ask you a question. If you put a gloved hand over the carburetor and squeeze off about 50% of the air, I want you to see if that makes a difference or not. So let's shut off about 50% of the air to the motor and see if the idle changes because you, you say that you've got the ability to listen and hear different changes. I believe you. I do have that ability, but I'm real interested in if you put your gloved hand over the mouth of the carburetor and you slowly close the the mouth of the carburetor, is there a point where all of a sudden she sweetens up? So it goes from loping, 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 that's kind of what I'm interested in. I want to know if, if by reducing the air and adding more fuel, if we're going to overcome this problem. I don't know what they're going to charge you. I don't know what a shop's going to charge you. I know uh, ours would be somewhere in the vicinity of 100 to $200. Depends on where it's at. You don't know where it's at. And it could very well be one of these things where you go to, to go in and work on this, and it costs $150 to find it and 6 bucks to fix it. But don't don't count on that. But why don't you call Blackwell up at at the 40th Street and Greenway and see if he wants to tackle this because he would be he would be a good guy to do that. And I'll also call Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa on Main Street and ask Brian if he wants to do that. He he is certainly capable of doing that. And Kevin, you stay right there because when we come back, we're going to take you first. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. An intimate evening with Larry Elder, brought to you by Breaking Battlegrounds. Larry loves Arizona and our audience, and he'll be joining us for a private talk about the future of the country, race relations, education wars, and the Californization of states like ours for an especially small and select group of us. We wanted to make this event small for maximum interaction and communication and are limiting the event to the first 75 people who can join us in the beautiful hills of Paradise Valley. We also have VIP tickets for a very limited few to join Larry for dinner catered by a nationally acclaimed award-winning local chef. You will not want to miss this rare evening with special and crucial insights from one of the best minds in our movement. Go to 960thepatriot.com now for tickets and event info. That's 960thepatriot.com. An evening with Larry Elder, brought to you by Breaking Battlegrounds. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. 
Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political game. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, and we're going to go straight to Kevin because he's been waiting a long time. And, Kevin, I'm all ears. How can I help you today? Well, first off, I want to thank you and your crew for everything that you do for us out here. Uh, Can you hear me okay? I'm on speaker. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you. Okay. Uh, My wife writes a lot faster than I do, so she's listening here. (laughs) Uh, We have a a motorhome, and we want to know where we can take it. We live in Apache Junction. And we want to know where we can take it to have a lube, oil, tune-up, tires, you know, things like that. Do you have any places you suggest? I would try Thompson's at Stapley and Main Street. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about Brian and Thelma. Brian's family and Thelma's family started in the gas station business in the 50s and 60s and 70s. They were the two predominant Shell and Mobile and Union 76 dealers in the Mesa community that dates back that far 50 years ago. The two of them were born and raised with V 
dinner smelling like gas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from that area, and I know their parents. So Brian and Thelma both came from that area, and I'm, I'm quite sure. Tell me, how long is it? How long what? The coach, how long is it? Oh, it's a south wind 35A. What would okay. that mean, 35 feet? Yeah, thirty-five feet, and, and and I was wondering if it's a forty-five footer or a thirty-five footer. So you're going to call Thompson's Auto Repair, and I think Thelma's going to answer the phone, and said Mark Salem said you might change the oil in my motorhome. I have a thirty-five foot south wind with probably a Chevy chassis. Yes. Yes, I don't. They uh, someone told me a, a, it was would be an eight something. An I don't, eight? I'm not sure. Okay, I, I'm thinking. It, oh, the motor is it a four fifty four or? Uh, Usually they put the I, that Chevy I don't for, know. I okay. can't tell you. I we just got it and uh, we're okay. trying to get ready for a trip. That's all. Okay. Then 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 this is I would suggest you do this. Um, I was re- recommended by Mark Salem. I don't make any money on this, so I'm I'm not doing that for that. I just bought this motorhome, and I would like to for you to change the oil. And in the oil change, I understand that you check all the belts and the hoses and the fluids and the tires and the brakes and stuff, and I appreciate that. But I also maybe if you if you have somebody there that can just kind of walk me through, and can I watch him light the, the refrigerator? Can I watch him light this? Can can we fire up the generator? And I promise to pay your hourly rate while I'm there. I I think that would be a home run if that's what you want. But if you just want an oil change, then just tell him I just want an oil change, and I want you because see an oil change is change the oil and the filter, check the belts, the hoses, the fluids, and the tires. That's what yeah. it, that's what it's all about. So I, Thompson's is, is just down the street from you. I mean, it's the only one I can recommend in Mesa, but um, they've never let me down. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking to do not only the lube and oil. I want to do a tune-up and tires, too. Okay. Now, on the tires, um, talk to Brian and Thelma. I don't know if they do tires, but if I were you, I'd go to Discount Tire. They don't touch them, the, the size tires that they are, those 255, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, they don't touch them. There's, there's 16 inch tires on your Southwind, aren't they? No, no, they're the Ni- big ones. Ni- well, are they 19.5s? I, I don't know. It said That's what they two, told us. They, 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 they told us. No, they told us they wouldn't touch them. Yeah, okay, yeah, they, okay. They're the big tires, like on the trucks. Okay, well, um,. Uh, and I understand. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're not 22.5s. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're 19.5s. But nevertheless, it doesn't make any difference. If you're going to have to come into town to do tires, um, have you got a pencil handy? Yes, yes. Okay, 480-598-1234. Ask for Alan and be standing next to the motorhome when you talk to Alan. That's my okay. son. And you're going to say, your dad said you don't know anything about tires, but I'm standing next to my motorhome, and I want to read you the side that's read, red that's on the side of the tire, and I would like you to bid six tires installed and tell me. No, what I, I don't want. I don't want to change tires. I just want to air them up. Make sure oh, they're aired. Anybody oh, no, can do no. that. But but you, you said the discount said they wouldn't air your tires up. Yeah, they don't touch those big tires. I, okay. I've been to four different tire shops in the area here. Okay. And they don't touch it. I'm I'm just surprised beyond belief. I'm surprised beyond belief. And and when when you get done at Brian's at, for your oil change or whatever, then have Brian call me and tell me what size tire that this monster's got on it. Uh, you're telling me something. I've been in motorhome since 1978, 
and you're telling me something that I've never heard before, and so I'm 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 not I I believe you. Uh, I just there's going to be a the trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's yeah. I understand that. It's just uh, I don't know. I'm I pulled over in a church parking lot here. Not to pray that you give me an answer, but to 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 catch your show before you you discontinue. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't Alan, know size tires. Okay, Alan is capable of putting on any tire you got on that motorhome. He can bid a variety of tires, but he's probably going to bid a Toyo because that's what Dad has on my motorhome. <laughs> And that's what all the family has on their cars, and that's what all of our rental cars have on their cars. So I'm just telling you that we have the tire that we sell, and it's made yeah, in Atlanta, Georgia, by the way. So okay, Alan just, can help you with the tires. If I stop, stop, stop! I gotta go. I gotta go. Alan can help you with any questions you have on the tires, but I'm sure Brian can air them up. I'm sure Brian at Thompson's can do your oil change and airing up the tires as part of the of the oil change. But I got to run. Good luck to you. If you ever want to continue the conversation, Mark at MarkSalem.com. I understand what you've been told. I'm just struggling with that. I'm not calling you a liar or anything like that. I'm just I'm just speechless of of what you're saying to me that you've been told. I'm I can't explain it, and I'm I'm speechless. But we'll be back in a minute. Mark Levin believes we're already there. World War III, ladies and gentlemen, has begun. The question is, what will be its reach, and it can it be contained? When the leader of a nation that has thousands of nuclear warheads on missiles aimed at the United States threatens to shoot them, it seems to me World War III has begun. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss. Are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Well, there you have. It. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code STATE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code STATE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code STATE. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> it's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960, The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words. And thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Okay, um, I called the number one guy at Discount Tire, and I said, I'm told the couple with a motorhome, a new motorhome to them, called the local discount, and they wanted somebody to air up their tires, and they were told no. And and he he didn't use bad words, but he did call me a liar. <laughs> and and he said to tell everybody, their, their number one issue is is safety for people that are customers of them's and the only reason that they wouldn't air up the tires is if the tires were more than 10 years old but size has nothing to do with it and that they are the most experienced their staff is the most experienced people um, and has access to all kinds of data so he doesn't understand and I, my interpretation of the conversation was is that they called the discount and said, will you check the tires, and discount said no. And he says, that's what we do. We help take care of our customers' tires, whether they bought them from us or not. He says, a third of our day in man hours is airing up people's tires for them, but they do look at the date code to determine if the date code says the tires is 10 years or older, because I won't touch a 10-year-old tire because the liability is huge. So if you come into my shop and your tire's 10 years old, I'm not airing it, I'm not rotating it, I'm not balancing it, I'm telling you, you got a tire that needs to come off there, and the odds of, of that tire hurting your family are getting greater by the minute, by the hour, by the day. And, and we're getting sued like crazy over stuff like that. So I just needed to clear that up, and I just happened to have the number one guy's phone number, and so I thought I'd call him, and we'd do that, and hopefully it'll work. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. But let me tell you a couple, that, and that's the phone number because the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about a couple of shops that in the area that, that, that do good work, and they'll air your tires for you. Auto Dynamics is in Sun City, been around since 1982. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. I know, I've known Chuck since 1968. He's the owner of Auto Dynamics. They do good work. They know right from wrong, and they're not there to bring you in on a 999 oil change and then sell you the world. 
That's not what they do. When you come into the central part of Phoenix at I-10 or actually I-17 and Bell Road is Kurtz Automotive, Kurt's been around since 1987. I've known Kurt, but the thing about Kurt's automotive is is that he's done things for me that just made me look like a hero. I remember a lady who was told by numerous shops that she had a bad motor. And I said, does it drive? Yes. Does it make any noise? No. Ooh, no noise, no clatter, no nothing. Is there any dash lights on? No, there isn't. Okay, send her over to Kurt's. He puts a $11 oil pressure switch in it and sends her home and tells her everything is okay. That's what Kurt does. He has he has made me look like a genius and a hero. I can't tell you how many times because people are around him. They live around him. And last but not least, 38th Avenue in Indian School is Larry Harker's auto. I got to tell you, Bob and Alan and Jeremy, I know them. And Bob's an old cowboy, so him and I have a lot to talk about. And, of course, Alan can probably ride better than Bob, but nevertheless. What they did one time is, is I sent a car to them. And they had been given an estimate to replace something behind the glove box, typically the heater core, because there was a fluid leak behind the glove box of like $1,700. So I sent him over to Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue Indian School, and Bob calls me and he said, the drain tube on the air conditioning containment, we blow cold air through ductwork, and there's a drain tube that drips water on the ground, and everybody has seen it. If you've lived in Phoenix for any length of time, you've seen it. The drain tube's plugged up. So when you shake the car, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, the windows are all rolled up, and I got my technician shaking the car, and I can hear water sloshing around behind the glove box. So he says, I fish, I stick a, a thing up inside the vent, this little pincher thing, and I grab what I think is a bunch of stuff, and I pull it out, and water comes out like crazy. He said, it's all clean water. It's clear water. It's condensation. The vent was plugged up. It doesn't need a $1,700 heater core, and what's coming out of this is white water, white clear water, not blue coolant, not orange coolant, not purple coolant, not blue, nothing. It's just water. So somebody misdiagnosed it. We don't know if they meant to lie to the customer or if they were just, maybe they were, uh, maybe they weren't, um, didn't have very many years of experience. We don't know the difference, but I think that was an $85 job. And so somebody had a $1,700 estimate. So you got to kind of wonder whether they knew that that was an easy one and they were going to hit them between the eyes with a big estimate to go in and dig out the heater core behind the glove box, which is a huge job. These are the kinds of shops that I have on my website, MarkSalem.com, MarkSalem.com. There's good shops. I know them. I have their cell phone numbers. I know they do good work, and I'm sending you to places that I'm, I'm proud to be affiliated with, and they're just flat good guys. That's all there is to it. Last but not least, I got Nate over at Strictly Diesel. Nate knows he is a wizard on the Chevrolet, the Ford, and the Dodge diesel trucks. He's been around, and when you shake his hand and you get to talk to him, you'll understand why I think the world of Nate. Nate's up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. They are diehard service repair and parts guys. And they do both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They don't do big diesels, the big semis, Chevy, Ford, and Dodge. One ton, three-quarter ton, that, those are, that's the sweet spot for Nate. So those are the shops that I can send you to, and I know that they'll take care of you. Here's my promise to you. If you use a shop and you have a problem, 
and it goes through a dispute resolution process and someone tells the shop to make a refund, let's pretend the refund's $400, or to fix your car and the shop says no, if it's one of my shops, I'll give you the 400 or I'll fix the car. You have nothing to be afraid of. The next question is this. How many times has that happened, Mark? <laughs> and since 1988, it's never happened. Never. Never, never. Now, we've kicked shops off our list in a quiet way, in a quiet way. We've had shops that uh, had problems. In a quiet way, we just removed them from our list. But the idea is is that I'm in the middle of this relationship, and I'm promising you they're going to do a good job. And if they don't, then you're going to file a nice complaint with, a, uh, with somebody that can adjudicate it and, and explore it like the Better Business Bureau. And then at the end of the day, if somebody tells the shop to do something and the shop doesn't, I will. That's how it works. And that's how it's worked since 1988. So you say, how many times has Mark ponied up cash out of his pocket? The answer is zero. Zero. I've never had to pay anything. I will if I have to, but it's just never got that far. And sometimes the problem is a miscommunication, and the customer thinks that this fixed that, when in reality this fixed something else. So when they had the struts replaced, they wanted the struts replaced, they thought it was going to fix the oil leak, and it didn't. The struts are a suspension component, and, they, and they, they have gas in them. They don't have oil in them. So the customer said, replace my struts. The car had 120,000 miles on it. They thought, well, he just wants to replace the front struts. They did that. They did the alignment. The tire wear was perfect. Everything was fine. But the customer says the oil leak's still there. So I don't perform to the level he wants me to perform, which is go verbally abuse him and get my money back. So I said, file a complaint. It went through the adjudication process. Then they got other people involved, other mechanics, other technicians, other experts, and they found out that the oil leak he had was an engine oil leak, and it wasn't related to the struts, and he had misdiagnosed it and instructed the shop to fix it. At the end of the day, the shop ended up fixing the oil leak for him because <laughs> it was something inexpensive. But he kind of caused the problem himself, and there's no hard feelings. That's just kind of what happened. So I've been in this business for a very long time, and I know right from wrong, and the shops that I refer you to, here's the reason I do that is is because I can't possibly fix all the cars that want to come to my shop. I rarely tell you even where I'm from. The idea is, is there's really good shops, and we have geographically located the good ones in geographical locations all over the, 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 city, the city of Phoenix and the surrounding areas. So we've got a list of good shops. Just go to MarkSalem.com and take a look at them. And, Gil, I'm thinking that no one's on the line waiting. Actually, you have a caller. Uh, Wayne is your next Wayne? caller. Wayne, thank you very much for holding. How can I help you? Wayne? Hello, Wayne? I don't know what happened, but uh, Gil, did we lose Wayne? Oh, De Wayne, are you there? Wayne? Hello, Wayne? Wayne, I can't hear you. Okay, Wayne, you might want to try to call back in, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm going to have to be off the show in about four minutes. Um, Wayne, are you there? Yes. Oh, go right um, ahead, sir. Tell me what the question is. All right. 
I apologize. I had the phone on mute. So anyway, okay. my fault. I have a 2011 Dodge Grand Caravan 3.6 liter engine. And anyway, when I bought it, it had 40,000 miles on it uh, almost two years ago. And it had at that time an anomaly of shift into drive and start to drive when you first started the car. And it would stutter when it went into first or first to second shift. Okay. Uh, that finally kind of worked its way out and went away. Uh, anyway, now it's got 50,000 more miles on it. And it uh, developed slop, uh, what I call slop in the drivetrain. And the uh, issue is that this was uh, shift from reverse to drive, and it would clunk. From drive to reverse, it would clunk. Sometimes you take your foot off the gas, slowing down on the freeway or something, it would clunk. Okay. I took it to a shop that is a good shop. They diagnosed it motor mounts. So $800 later, we got four new motor mounts, and we're out the door. And it has the same problem, same clunks. So taking it back to them, the technician they used is young. I would say under 30. And I'm just not sure that he's diagnosing this right. He says, well, one of the motor mounts is bad. I just don't think that's... Okay. All right. Well, I, I got an easy mount. answer for you, but I only got a minute and a half to tell you. I want you to call Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Automatic Transmission Exchange, A-T-E, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Call Phil, tell him Mark said that you could call him, and could you make an appointment because you can demonstrate the problem and make an appointment with Phil, and he'll go with a ride with you or one of his staff will, and, they, and, and they're going to watch you first make it happen, and then they're going to want to drive, and they'll do all that for nothing. Thank you. Okay, automatic transmission exchange, and Phil is the owner. All right, for the rest of you, my email is mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and you're welcome to uh, give me a call, uh, or send me an email, I should say. But I, I also want to tell you one more time, at the beginning of the show, we talked about a, a part in China. I'm going to recap that real quick for you. The part in China was made, and the guy made 25 cents on this motor mount in China. He made 25 cents on every motor mount. It was then shipped to the United States. The part was sold in China, completely manufactured for $8.50. Remember that number, eight fifty. It came into the United States, and of course it had to be boated in, and so there's transportation costs. Then the trucks take it and take it to all the distribution centers in the United States, and that costs money. And so by the time it gets to a jobber, which is a guy, I, I'm an installer, I own a shop, I'm going to install it, I buy it, and I'm paying somewhere in the vicinity of 45 to $50 for that motor mount, and then you're going to pay $73 when I install it in your car. The mount itself, it's going to go from 45 to 50 to 73 I'm going to make a profit on the part. So when you look at that, the only money that stayed on this $73 axle, the only money that stayed in China was $8.50, and the entire rest of it was made in transportation costs and stayed in the United States. I want you to remember that. China makes good parts. You know why? Because we give them the plans and we force them to do it right. And they do do it right most of the time. But the bottom line is, is um, I'm getting a little tired of the China rap, and it's really kind of undeserved, and there's many that think the same way I do. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.